I might slip on one as well, Tommy, with my warts and all. Now, of course, well, I'm not engaged. Uh, to the listener of the Under the Bar podcast, everything mm. just seems like this uh, seamless machine mm. that uh, wheels along. But the reality is, Rawdon, that we've been out of the studio for three weeks. Weeks on end, Tom. Three weeks. So, And we've been in these scenarios before where we've been out of the studio. And it's like anything. You take uh, three weeks away from the gym and you come back and... The nervous system's all clunky. You know, CNS. You're all CNS like, fatigue. Yeah, yeah. It's not just the fact that you've lost a bit of muscle and you're weaker, mm. but your movement patterns aren't particularly well coordinated. Mm. And mm. I think we should expect a little bit of that sort of uh, activity on the on the program today. I don't have high expectations for what you mm. and I do to top and tail this episode. No, I think uh, I think we should forewarn the listener. Yes, it's not going to be one of our one of our best. No, no. It could well be one of our worst. It could be one of our worst. And Maybe I one think, like back in the day. I think our regular listeners, uh, they don't need to be forewarned. I mean, they know. The fickle nature of the Under the Bar podcast is very hit and miss. Mm. <laughs> you catch us on a good day and it will be reasonable. Yeah. But uh, it's a, it's a, but fortunately for us, Tom, the uh, the guests mm. are usually pretty good. Speaking of which, Rawdon, we've mm. got Clint Hill as our Clint guest Maximus. today. And... Um, Look, he's not someone that has a huge social media profile. I'm mm. sure a lot of our international listeners probably haven't heard of Clint. Mm. However, he's been in the industry for 20 plus years. Mm. He's worked with professional sporting teams as a strength mm. and conditioning coach. He's one of the probably one of the highest quality personal trainers that you'll find in Sydney. Mm. But what we're doing today with him is the start of a three-part series. So today we will be part one on personal training business. PT business because he does a lot of mentoring and coaching yeah. for one-on-one individual PTs all the way up to franchise gyms, area managing for personal trainers for things like Vision PT. Mm. He works with CrossFit gyms, so mm. yeah, he he has a very vast uh, experience working with all different kind of business models within yep. the fitness industry. Yep, and we haven't really tackled this particular area mm. of of the industry and so well, this is this is our entry into it well it's a, it's a, it's a it's a topic that we've been waiting to uh find the right right tool for the right job yes. and, and clintus maximus is the right tool for the right job yes and um the reality is that you and i have very poor business businesses yeah oh yes you know yeah. like basically whatever we do do the opposite you know and yeah. then i think you'll succeed in the mm. industry so mm. i think that's been our you know, it's 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 a foreign concept to have a successful business. So mm-hmm. we thought, look, how how can we build our businesses? And you know, Clint is a certain amount per hour. How yeah. how, how can we take advantage of so Clint's that. skill set? Yeah, but not actually pay him anything. So I came up with the concept. Let's get him in. Yeah, three part series. We could learn how to develop our businesses so we can be successful in the industry. Mm-hmm. Have a slick business, 
and at the same time our listeners can uh, learn a thing or two as well how good was that that idea Tom yeah it's really good it's good some of your best work it's all my best work (laughs) so part one today we're looking at the individual personal trainer business and he'll go you know into his what he does for an initial assessment we're going to spend a fair bit of time talking about internal business systems Mm. how you manage your diary Mm -hmm. how you uh, process payments yeah uh, all this kind of stuff and and all I mean all jokes aside they're the types of things I was talking about it's not so much that we don't get great results you know, we work with, we're, we're relatively well known in the industry, mm. but the back end, having well-oiled machine is yes. where, that's really Clint's uh, skill set. And it's interesting because you'd think, you know, with PTs, one one size fits all. It's like, well, this is what you need. This is the software you got to use. But mm. uh-uh. like it, 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 depending on your personality, which we'll talk about in a second, mm. it really, like, do you take upfront payments? Is that best? Or is weekly payments? Or can they pay cash on the day? It's yeah. like... You know, there's, 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 everything's right, basically. Yes, yes, you know, no right or wrong with this one. It, w- it would appear from what uh, Clint's got to y- say. Yeah, and and being aware that that it's all okay, mm. I think is is is, is, is qu- resonated really well with me. Yes. Um. So yeah, this has been a long time coming, and and and, t- and truth be told, we were. Who can we get for this? You yeah. Know, who who does actually have that track record? And um, and you know, to the point that because uh, I work alongside Clint out at the Lift Performance Center, he's uh, he and I are out there going toe to toe, and um. You know, he's got a, I think he's about to, if he hasn't already r- released his uh, certificate three and four that he's designed over the last few years. He's got his online uh, mentorship programming. So he does mentoring uh, one-on-one that is, he has packages for that. But I think he's just, uh, I think I saw yesterday, he posted up on social media that it's now an online mentoring program. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this this guy ticks all the boxes. And, yep. it's, uh, and he's a really good mate too. And he's uh, we had a lot of fun with him in it the was, studios. It was, it was good was, fun to have him in here. Yeah. Part two will be on sales and marketing, Mm -hmm. how to develop your brand online and also Mm -hmm. offline, referral systems and some of those more traditional methods. And then part three, we're going to look at scaling. Do you get staff underneath you? Do you buy into a boutique gym? Do you go into a franchise and and all of those sorts of things? So it should be a very interesting uh, tripart series. Mm. Looking forward to it. Tripod. It's a tripod. (laughs) Blink, blink. Tripod. Um, Okay, so that's that. Now, before we get to Clint, Mm. uh, you were on the weekend up in Queensland. Um, Sorry. Queensland. Couldn't couldn't be with you there. Delivering a seminar with Brods. Mm -hmm. And on Friday, you were talking about comp prep. Physique prep. Prep was Friday, yep. Saturday was uh, more strength and strength power and sports, sports yeah. with broads. Mm. One of the interesting things, uh, and you've always done it actually, is mm. you always refer to your clients as athletes. Well, uh, Tommy, they're not clients, they're athletes. They're athletes. I refer to the athletes <laughs> as athletes. As athletes, yes. Yeah. I mean, the psychology behind that is... Yeah. It, yeah, that, I mean, that's the... that's the. It was it was interesting you bring it up because uh, Brods and I actually went uh, toe-to-toe. He, he mm. uh, Brods being Brods, you know, he had a bee in his bonnet about uh, a bodybuilder of any uh, ilk, male, female, whatever. Um, being an athlete. Being an athlete in any way, shape, or form. Because, I mean, he was the day two going into the, uh, you know, strength and power sports where it was all about athletes and, yep. you know, they were actual athletes and... Uh, but you know, he he felt the need to uh, jump up and down at the front of the uh, the class and 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 sort of argue and, and you know everyone was laughing. You know, as they do, they all laugh with yes. him, and I'm there going, "Well, bro, it's yeah, fair point. It's sort of you know not really helping my cause here, but <laughs> let me elaborate a little." Mm. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was from the perspective of generally. I mean, I mean, if we ask the Wookie in the room, 
what do you think an athlete does? Describe. I'm pretty sure he give you a decent description. Well, you know, the coach tells them what to do. They follow the plan. You know, they generally are, you know, know that their success is based on how well they apply themselves to the process. I mean, it's all, it conjures up all these uh, images and um, that you want, I think, in a physique prep. And that is 100% the reason why I do it. It's not really disputing whether I... I perceive because his thing is Broads' thing is they're not a sport. It's yeah. a pageantry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to Broads, so um, but he just wouldn't buy it, and, and it's like I think I concluded. Well, you know, if you want to tell a bikini athlete uh, that she's uh, actually a bodybuilder and call her, well, you're a bodybuilder. I don't know how that's going to fly, Broads. I'll call them a bikini athlete. Mm. You know, has much better buy-in. But yeah, the logic and the rationale is exactly what you alluded to, and it's just so they they take on that uh, persona of an athlete and. And, and it gives, I guess, me a bit more of a stance when I, when I uh, request certain practices and, and, and um, when they deviate from said plan, it's like, well, you know, remember what I said, you're an athlete prepping for, you know, your competition, your physique competition later in the year. You know, every day counts, every hour, every minute, that type of thing. So it allows a lot of um, associated uh, images to be mm. created when, when, if needed. Uh, but yeah, I do it at, when I when I email. Like everything is is always athlete, athlete, athlete. It's never you hear me. It's I never it's client so and so on stage. It's always athlete so and so or a physique athlete, uh, figure athlete, bodybuilding athlete, classic mm-hmm. physique athlete, that type of stuff. So yeah, it's something that I've done for a little while, and I and I think it does have merit. Not disputing the fact whether whether you know it's debatable whether they're actually a true athlete. It depends how you define an athlete and. And in, in, in my defense, I think the IFBB are trying to get into the Olympics, so it may actually be an uh, Olympic sport in time. Mm. Now, uh, you know, Broads, what, what do you say then if it's actually on the, in, on the Olympic platform? So, um, but yeah, that, that was quite an interesting moment where Broads and I had a, yeah, not yeah. a, a disagreement, but his, his perspective was worthy as well. Yes. And it was I mean, great he made it. Broads always takes that, uh, you know, he's very pedantic about mm. how language mm-hmm. should be appropriately used. Mm. And, yeah. and I 100% see the rationale behind that. I think what you're doing is it's not necessarily the correct language, but you're mm. utilizing that language for a specific purpose. And Yeah, and with all those associated uh, yeah. thoughts and processes that go with an athlete, absolutely. But yeah. it was a, a thoroughly enjoyable time yet again with Broads. It, mm. was, uh, it was interesting. Gavin Heward had a had a, a seminar that he put together with Broads on the Sunday and mm-hmm. he was in attendance on the on the Saturday and then my I had more of a role on the sat, uh, on the Friday sorry and Broads had more like, it was pretty much his show with strength and power sports anyone yep. knows me it's not my thing but uh, but on both days you know I was involving Broads and having mentored with him for the last three years or so uh, and then done many seminars it's um, you know we you and I we sort of know how to what buttons to push and, and when yeah. to poke the bear and when to pull back and not poke the bear. And, um, you know, and I left on Saturday night after, you know, uh, steering Broderick along on the on the Saturday and Gavin was, you know, batter up. He was up on the Sunday and, <laughs> and he messaged me on Monday. He said, you know, you make that, you know, working with the broads, you make it look easy. It's, it's not that easy to steer him along and, and, and yes. get the most out of him yeah. in regards to the topic being presented at that point in time. Mm. Always entertaining. But, um, but yeah, it is, uh, I think it's like with anyone, you know, like, you know, I've done interviews with, uh, like on a podcast or, or, and it's just been gar- like not garbage, but it just, it, I, I felt that it didn't really reflect what you do, what or I, what the I, the skill set that you have, yeah, what I actually know because yeah. the questions didn't really flow or, so it is actually a skill to be able to extract that, 
that good information and good content from from you know presenters and so, very much yeah. so yeah, it, was, it was good and that was up there with uh, Tony Attridge at uh, College of Health and Fitness um, so yes. big shout out to Tony absolutely awesome guy and thanks yeah, nice for orchestrating that together yeah. awesome alright Mabel it's up to us to see if we can extract some <laughs> good information out of our next Fingers crossed. guest Clint Hill coming up Cam never lets us down with the old blowing the eardrums out with yes. the sting. Yes, work, Cam. Very exciting, Rod, and I think this marks a new chapter mm. in the evolution of Under the Bar podcast. Well, we've got some fresh meat, <laughs> haven't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. We've got some fresh meat, and it's on a fresh platter. It is. So, I mean, we've we've done hypertrophy to, yeah, oh, to, to death. To death. We, to we, death. We've flogged the energy balance horse within yeah. a, an inch the of cr- its life. The crab cycle. We, we've spoken about it numerous this times. Time. So we've, we've recently done gluten again for mm. the 15th time. Yep, yep. We'll, we we'll do gut health again soon but before we go there where else can we take it what other content can we cover and we thought what do we need if there's one well, thing we need we consistently, we consistently make zero ma- money <laughs> so we i want to keep doing this we need some business advice yeah so we had to think about the network and who's out there in the trenches doing legitimate mm. business coaching because there's Truth a lot of told. pt business coaching going on there is but we wanted someone with some integrity there's a schmancy one over in bali i think <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, you scoured your your mm. network, yep. and we now have in the studio with us Clint Hill. Clint, welcome to the podcast. It's overdue <laughs> Long. in many ways, but well, thanks, thanks for your time, mate. No, thanks very much, boys. I'm really, really happy to be here. Mm, yeah, it's exciting times. Before we get into the business side of things, let's yeah. fill the listener in well, on... Who's Clint Hill? <laughs> we yeah. know who he is. Cam knows who he is, yeah. but uh, maybe our listeners don't. Uh, okay, uh, so this will be ripe number 23 year in the industry Mm. Uh, so I have uh, a double master's degree from Edith Cowan and Sydney Uni human biomechanics and strength and conditioning like Uh, we have we have many uh, (laughs) multiplications of degrees multiple pieces of paper and uh Level three, Australian Strength and Conditioning Association, strength and conditioning coach. And that was how I met you for the Correct, first time many, is. many moons ago. How it, long was that, Rodan? Dude, I think it was 2009, so 2000, end of, or start of 2010. Yep. So 2009, 2010, I would have been working Bond Street Fitness yep. first yep. as the personal training manager, manager I yeah. believe. Yep. And uh, was doing some educational courses for Fitness First at the time, Yep. which in, in many ways was probably my lead into where I am today to be honest and uh, I must thank the wonderful commercial sector of the uh, fitness first world yes because it uh, it definitely led me to the path that I've chosen or been thrown down whichever way you would, <laughs> would like to look down at. the hallway mate. <coughs> just throw it down the hallway straight down the hallway as we yep. say son um, 11 from 11 um, very good. so very simple it's uh, it's all about for me uh, now looking at the areas that were missed for me early in the piece so yep. in those first few years while I was at uni, going through the process of building a PT business. Now, in 1997 in Australia, or in Sydney especially, there was probably about uh, 10 or 12 PTs. <laughs> um, let's, so let's face Back it, I was, I was certainly part of the first crop that came through. There were plenty before me and, and they'd definitely done their, done their time and forged their way. But for me, starting out at uh, Fitbods Burwood, God bless it, it's still there. Yeah, wow. um, I, uh, I, I certainly was thrown in the deep end. I was the little uh, white guy in a big Lebanese gym and mm. it, was, uh, it was a wonderful experience for me to, to go through that. But what I realized once I got to the world of Fitness First was that there was a lot of things missing. 
everything was uh, a real blanket approach you must fit under this under this topic and you must train this way and you must do this mm. thing and, and that's how you grow a business and what really came clear to me over the years was that much like a programming scenario you must assess that client in this case assess the trainer work out where the holes were in their repertoire yep. and then go from there and uh, that's what I've, I've really sort of uh, worked hard on over the last few years and I've had the opportunity to work with some Anytime Fitnesses, some Vision PT as their national PT manager um, and a whole bunch of other things across the, across the uh, boardway. And um, you also left a ton of stuff out with your, uh, <laughs> your actual experience. You've worked yes, on, sure. on rugby teams, yep. you've, you've S&C so the cows come home, you do seminars all the time. Sure. And um, you know, aside from all that, we could we could talk about all that. But let's let's assume that there's a, a ton of experience and sure. qualifications that you didn't mention. What what are you doing these days? Because because you know, our listeners might be surprised that you still like to be on the tools. You're yeah. still doing some PT sessions. You yep. still do a ton of uh, seminars. Like every weekend, I think I think you jetted over to uh, Asia just recently yep. to talk to something over there. And um, I think you said you're going to Melbourne this weekend for another Correct. seminar. Uh, and I think mostly because we work together at the Lift Performance yes. Center, hey Kato, hey team. Um, you know, I think most of your time is spent mentoring coaches uh, in P- PTs in business. Yeah, how the business. Yeah, yeah, got, absolutely. And you've written a Cert Three Four that will be Correct. released as well. So this guy's done pretty much everything. Everything. Right? They're yeah. complete opposite to us. Yep. <laughs> what I would also say is, before I even knew Clint was doing business coaching or, or offered any of those services mm. he, you know he was known as a strength and conditioning yeah, expert coach so i just want to make sure that everyone's yeah. aware that that's the foundation yeah. of, yeah. of, of what, what we're dealing with Look, and you, overseas you've done like a was it swiss or something you're over there talking about yeah so uh, I, I guess you know firstly thanks boys there's, there's obviously you know trying to get 23 years of experience in a <laughs> in a five minute uh, yeah. intro is is always an interesting one anyway um and and it's definitely also that that not wanting to sound arrogant or blow my own trumpet yeah. regularly um, while still trying to hold my integrity of, of what I've actually done, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be fair, it was it was whilst in the professional sporting world as an SNC that I really realised that the management of people was one of the key aspects Absolutely. that I was good at. Yeah. Um, I was always able to talk well with people and get a little bit more information out of them than someone else. It's um, interesting. Just watching you, I'll just jump in there, Tommy, but seeing you in PT at, at Lyft, yep. it's almost like a different session with every client. Absolutely. You know, some you're, you're listening to them, you're talking about the weekend, they're venting. Others, it's you know, more hardcore training, not yep. as much talk, just not as much communication between you and the, 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 the client. So it's... Uh, uh, yeah, I see that there. Are, you, you seem to cater for for every unique yeah. client. Look, in different I, I did a, a and and anyone who's never done a, a Myers Briggs test, I I urge them to do it. Okay, and, What's and that? Myers Briggs is a, uh, a a personality test. Okay, now it's not cheap, um, but it's well worthwhile. Now the the reason that it's such an integral part of what I have done is for me. The first time I saw the answers to that, I was absolutely blown away by my own, I guess, pros and cons. Um, and what it then made me do is it, it taught me to ask different questions to different people instead of the same question every single time trying to yeah. manipulate it a different way. Because let's say, for example, we're talking to, to a PT about what's going wrong with their business, okay? If I sit down with some, you know, 110 kilo ape 
who uh, is running a you know a, a basic uh, a basic business out of a commercial facility. He's got his overheads or his rent, his uh, daily dietary supplementation, etc., yeah. etc. Et the conversation that I'm having with him, as opposed to a, a, a CrossFit gym owner from the Sutherland Shire. It's a totally different conversation. Yeah. I have to broach that as a totally different person. It's all unique. It's all understanding what makes that person tick. Why are they, you know, why are they here? And we spoke briefly off air before before we started this podcast about the concepts around where does your passion lie? Where yeah. does your understanding and what's what's missing from your education to mm-hmm. make certain things occur? Now, going back to those two examples, if I'm talking to you know meathead hey. extraordinaire. And he wants to grow his business. I look at the things that are missing from his social media. I look at mm. why people aren't coming to him. I look at what type of advertising he's doing, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Whereas if I go to the the CrossFit gym owner from Sutherland, I'm looking at the things that really make a, a, a difference to him. Why are his clients not referring their friends to come and train yeah. at his CrossFit gym? What's he doing wrong? Is his programming right, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera. Yeah. So there's just different questions you've got to ask. Mm. This Myers-Briggs, right. is that a similar thing to like the Braverman assessment? Sort very, of? very much so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's just stuff. much yeah. more in-depth. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it, it's certainly, you know, you, if you... Sounds quite confronting. It's quite confronting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did the Asperger's test, but uh, the hamburgers, I was wondering... Deep on the spectrum. Deep, deep on the hamburgers spectrum. <laughs> but... Uh, Okay. Right. So what we've got organized is a three-part series. Part one, we're looking at an individual PT business, which will be what we'll do today. And then we're going to go and look at marketing, digital marketing versus Mm -hmm. organic. So your social media versus referral-based systems. And how to grow your brand. How to grow your brand. And then part three, we'll look at scaling and whether you go into a gym, opening facility, franchise versus boutique. Mentoring. Or building staff underneath you within a gym. But today, PT business. So when you sit down, Clint, with an individual PT, like you've just referenced, obviously it's very individualized, but you do go through a a process of Of conducting an audit of what they're currently doing. Yep. So how does that process evolve and what's what's involved? All right, so I, I rival this directly back to what should occur when you meet your first PT client. Okay, so you go through an assessment process. The assessment is no different to an audit. Yep. I'm looking for faults. I'm looking for flaws in their training. I'm looking for, for all of the little individual things. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll reference that back directly to PT. So where this, where this really, really, really started for me was as a particular PT who was doing a great job as a business, so we all thought, because on the outside, everything looked roses. On the inside, hadn't paid tax, hadn't uh, mm. didn't even actually have a bank account was taking everything with cash etc etc now she she came to me in this particular instance and said i want to buy a house and i'm like okay well let's you know let's have a look at where things are at okay you haven't had an income for five years how are we going to get around that mm. so that was where i first set about that real business approach to to setting that up so not much has changed since that very day to be honest i look at everything from what are your systems what are you how are you looking after your clients what's your your client care what are you going through as far as what system are you using for your bookings what what system are you doing for payments etc etc so i go through each one of those and work out what they haven't got right 
Now there's about there's about eight to ten questions that are fairly religious as far as 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 you know the the topics um, that I go through. But realistically, the the key ones for PTs are definitely around systems, understanding your market, and yep. we'll talk a little bit more on, on niche marketing and a few other bits and pieces as we get a little bit further down the track. But understanding each of your clients' needs, and also then on the next part of it understanding your own needs right so mm. there's no point having this amazing business if it doesn't fulfill your wants and needs mm. which is definitely a lot of people mm. and um and one of the things that we spoke and you i think you mentioned that passion in there yep i think in uh, what we're talking about earlier and certainly off air do you think that is a also do you sort of try and vet that with the with the pt that's sitting down and uh, you know find out whether i think we said either you're super passionate about it yep. and it should once you've set everything up, make money, and or you're in it for the money, and yeah. then the money has to be really good. Yeah. Look, so again, you still need the systems and everything set up and the structure set up. E- either or. Yeah. Look, I, I remember you saying to me, sorry, you as in Rawdon, saying to me uh, a, about two years ago. I said, "Mate, how the fuck do you still do thirty to forty PT sessions a week?" Yeah, mm. that's uh, what I would have said. Yeah, and uh, and I remember going, "What do you mean? I love it." Yeah. Mm. And then I realized that it's because I enjoy it. And, and strangely enough, and you'll, and you'll laugh at this, Rodan, because uh, just recently you've referred someone to me yeah. who sent me a, an email yesterday. We had a little quick chat um, via text and uh, we've organized our first phone call at 7.30 next, uh, t- uh, next Thursday night. Yeah. Now, she's a, a lady from, from the Shire, uh, sorry, no, from Shell Harbor rather. Um, and uh, she she wanted to, to go through some understanding about some biomechanical stuff. She's been mm-hmm. in the, in, in the uh, bodybuilding game for quite a long period of time and mm. wants to know some individual unique points of difference. Mm. Now, simply, when, I, when she sent a text message back, it said, oh, it's 7.30 too late for that call. And I just sent back laughing faces mm. saying, 7.30 is never too late. It's mm. I'm working whenever somebody needs me to be working. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself, Wow, that's actually quite unique. That that that's how much I care about what I do. Mm. That I will make it work for someone else, not just make it work for me. Mm. Yeah, and I've seen you in the club. I think on Mondays, is it or yeah. late? And and or admittedly, it is someone that you've known for a little yeah. while. But it's like, meh, what else am I doing? Like I'm on top of everything, and yeah. that's fine. I don't mind coming and doing a session. So yeah. you really, you really personify that uh, Peter Piper, Victor Pepper. Yes, <laughs> really personify the you know being passionate about what you do and actually yep. enjoying it yeah look and, and kato said it to me before is you know the there's there's, <laughs> there's definitely that uh that element where a lot of this new breed of pts as, as i like to sort of deem them uh <laughs> have this idealistic approach that you know running 6am sessions is is beneath them or or mm. you know still being there at eight thirty at night is beneath them and, and mm. again i don't want to wear uh, uh, the number of hours I do like some badge of honor mm. but what I do is I look after the people that, that I train and they look after me so I yeah. make sure that I understand where else am I going to get this kind of cash per hour to start with yeah. okay not getting it flipping and burgers and maccas that's no. that's a guarantee okay so it's it's about understanding if I've got to come back in for one because I've committed to that, well, then fucking so be it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And what other job could you be paid that amount of money per hour to learn from other individuals about other areas of life? Like, I'm sure 
a vast majority of your clients are successful people in their yes. own rights yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, just yeah, spending yeah, time yeah. with them and asking questions. Oh. I learned so much stuff from, from yeah. all of my clients. It's great. Absolutely. If you've got one that travels to Melbourne quite regularly and uh, she's very interested in getting the, the update on her business exactly. ventures. Exactly. Mm. Righto. Let's have a look at some of these business systems, Clint, because like you mentioned payment processing yes. and diary booking software. These are things that can cause a lot of anxiety and stress oh, yes. for a PT, but when they're nicely implemented and smoothly operating, it just creates mental freedom to focus on more important things. Correct. Or not necessarily more important things, but tangible things within the business program, writing that kind of stuff. Yep. So what are you looking at there? And is the software you recommend or how do you ideally Look, like people to run it? There's, there's no one software that I recommend in entirety. Yep. Now, something interesting and, and again we briefly touched on this off air um, none of the companies that I'm about to talk about are I'm receiving any form of kickback from yeah. anything like that and mm-hmm. and that's part of something that I took from Scott Pape who wrote the uh, the barefoot investor um, it, he doesn't want to be solely sponsored by anyone because he wants to be able to review all of the products yes. in their entirety right so very simply for me, when it comes to these kind of things, I want to make sure that I'm not, you know, biased towards one just because they're paying me. Sure. Okay, yep. so, all right. So, I guess very simply, I firstly look at how many sessions that person's doing. I look at how their syst- how their systems are currently structured. Is everything working through one system? Have they got two or three different systems working? What's going on there? And you referred to like, <coughs> excuse me, bookings and, and yeah. things like that. So bookings, that? payments, right. cancellations, changes. Uh, the way they want to set up the structure of their own diary. So for example, right, so let's look at the the difference between just using a basic iCal right through to using MindBody, okay? If I use iCalendar, I have to input the, the data, input the data being the client, of course, yeah. um, input what their payment plan is going to be do i have to go back through easy debit use a different system for their debiting you know or debit success or whatever company you might choose to use by the way they're all pretty much the same um (laughs) we'll get to that in a second though um then you could jump over to something like mindbody which is a complete system you know or create wealth pt those kind of systems they're full systems Mm. everything is under the one banner now again that comes back to what i was saying before each individual likes different things okay so tommy if i was sitting down with you the very simple fact would be i know you're a structure man i know you like the idea behind having everything under one button everything grouped together all sitting in there okay rawdon on the other hand i know that only just recently you now got a systemized program card so so that's that tells me that that's not something that was massively important to you back in the day okay so it's not just about understanding who you are and where you want to go. It's about understanding what you actually fucking did. Mm. Because if that was important to you, you would have done it 10 years ago. And, and tell me, Clint, are you sort of, are you sort of when you're going through this process and, and working out where there's flaws in their systems, it's a little bit like with a PT learning how to back squat now, there's 20 things, not a PT, a client, sure, sure. but you're in a PT session Correct. and it's like, well, I can give them 20 points to fix that back squat, oh, but yeah. hey, just slow the tempo down. Is it like that where you're gathering all this information and then you just yep. start, okay, cool, yep. let's just focus on this for now, get this ship shape. And Correct. Then. So with one personality type, I'll write all 20 down in order and say, right, that needs to be ticked off by then. That needs to be ticked right, off by okay. then. That needs to be ticked off by then. The next personality type, I'll go, here's two things. Get these done before our next time we Interesting. meet. Interesting. 
Yeah, very cool. That's where I go back to that prize, um, the Byers Mig stuff. Um, Myers Briggs, get yes. that backwards. Thank you very <laughs> much. Said it twice backwards. Sorry, lads. Um, so very simply for me, the concept is look at people as an individual, no different to a PT client, work out what they need. Okay. I know that I could write Tommy a list of 20 things and say, tick them off individually over the next three months. Whereas Rod and I'd give you two mm. and say, do these two before next two Wednesday. Years. Mm. Two well, years <laughs> if, I, if I keep the two simple enough, I'll definitely get the, get it done. Yeah. Now, look, it, it's very simple, okay? It's, it's just acknowledging and understanding different personality types. When I say it's very simple, it took me 20 years of reading to work this out well enough, you know? Yeah, reading books on emotional intelligence, uh, you know, understanding, you know, things that you wouldn't even think relate to PT. You know, some of the books that I've read over the years, mate, the, as far as PT, they don't, they don't, they don't exist, you yeah. know. But, mm. but when you're dealing, especially in professional sport, which is what we were saying before, is if I'm dealing with an entire team of blokes, right? One of them's 18 years old yeah, and, yeah, and yeah, is, yeah. you know, young, dumb and full of cum. And, and mm. then there's a 35-year-old in the team that doesn't even want to talk to the 18-year-old because, mm. you know, all he cares about is getting home to his wife and four kids and mm. blah, blah, blah. You've got to you've got to be able to play the field there. You know, yes. you've got to be able to understand the eighteen-year-old, but still turn around and relate and have a coffee with the thirty-five-year-old. It's no different to to business mentoring and PT mentoring. Mm. Okay, very good. So obviously, we don't want to get all your. I mean, that, you know, they, if they want to get some mentoring, they can contact sure. Glenn and we can go from here. But we want to dangle some carrots for them. So, yep. what do you find? Um, okay, so they audit. Yep. Obviously, I would assume it's the case where no PT business is perfect. There's no. always room for yep. improvement. Um, you could probably even critique yourself and Absolutely. it's like, man, I could be doing this, this, and this. What are some of the, the more common things that cool. might resonate with our listeners and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, I've got to look into that. Look, man, that's, a, that's a really awesome question. Okay. Yeah, it's some of my best work, Tom. <laughs> Unlike the question you, you <laughs> proposed earlier. Terrible. <laughs> my best, best worst. Yes. Best worst. Yeah. So the, the, I guess the, the top two are a systematic approach to payments, bookings, and then auditing through the accounts process so uh whether that be how do i then put in a buzz how do i then you know do my yearly right. tax return etc cetera, etc cetera. now part of that can be just making sure you find an accountant that suits that person yes. okay mm. which which i've been able to do over the years and have a person for that person and a person for that personality type like there's no point sending both of you or any of your your listeners to the one accountant yes. okay because tommy needs one thing you need another. You've both got different goals. There's different aspects. And, and some accounts are going to be really aggressive and some accountants aren't going to be aggressive. So yeah. there's definitely that is the point number one. Point number two is the systems around the actual business. So do you when you book someone in for their first or their initial consult, yeah. what happens next? Yeah. Mm. Do you email them? Do you ring them? Do you text them? How do you yeah. book them in for the next session? Da 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 da. Now that that process believe it or not is probably the biggest area of personal growth for me in the last 20 years because i've seen every system come across my desk i've seen every major stuff up around how clients have done stuff and i've also seen every stuff up around how i've done stuff on a personal level okay now it comes down to not just knowing your audience but also understanding why that is such a mistake. And that's, it's, that's around 
is that person actually seeing themselves as an individual business or is it just oh, i'll just cancel that session today because i i want to go to the beach so that's that personal growth and that personal development that need occur to make sure that that's that's on point okay that's uh that's one aspect of um my business that i've really really happy with yep actually so i have a very good software so the software i use is timely have you heard of timely booking software yep it's really good so you can create a client package it might be rawdon you're doing the 12 week program twice a week that's 24 sessions clint you're going to do once a fortnight mentoring for eight weeks so that's four sessions so i can create those packages i book you in you get an email saying your session is coming up here blah 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 you come in and see me once i've seen you i send an invoice through that you can pay each session or up front or whatever all comes to yep. the software i tick you off that you've been there it takes your session takes yep. one session off your package yep. easy to track everything that's great yep. client comes in we sit down we have the initial consult there's eight steps that go into the initial consult boom yep. that's all done then they get their initial training program nutrition program lifestyle program with the audio that overviews the whole thing oh, Oops, yes. the audio everything's underway yep. and it makes me feel calm that that's going to be handled well it sets an expectation on the client's end that there's a level of professionalism that's going on that i think enhances their compliance or makes them feel better about the money that they're paying for the service and it's an easy smooth way to just get everything done and not have to stress about it it's very good and i guess the point is you could also say that that wasn't always that way and and now that it is that way it's such a like you talk about that with ease now and everything's yes. set up well. I don't know you were looking around for something for a little while for that, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So, Tommy, answer this question for me then. <clears throat> why did you choose Timely? I'll tell you exactly why I chose Timely because I had, um, there were a, a variety of different softwares. Yes. Um, you could use free trials for them and I had moved out of a personal training company to run my own business. Yep. The only software that could enable me to plug in 30 sessions worth immediately yep. was timely yep. so i started using that it worked very effectively and Perfect. that's why i use it yeah now convenience yeah but it's not just convenience rodan and the reason I, the reason i asked that question is because it was also need so yes. there was no other software that could enable him to do that absolutely yes. yes and that's the point right see this is this is the gap that i'm talking about now that was a good gap <laughs> okay but if if we'd gone over to mind body or we'd gone over to something else that wasn't an available option right mm. the differences in package back in the day for mind body were not available the differences in package for for like pt hub weren't available you had to choose monthly payment you had to choose fortnightly you had to choose you know if you go back through the easy debit days or direct direct debit success and those kind of companies you have to choose Am I going to do this type of payment or this type of payment? There's very little scope for changes, okay? So this is where the systems have grown over the last sort of 10 years especially to now being there's probably, you know, 20 to 30 good systems that could be used by each individual on a different manner. Mm. Now, if you were to go through and do a free trial on 20 different systems, see you later a year. Mm, yeah. you know like it's a yeah. it's it's a nightmare yeah i suppose there's a good point that you raised there um illustrated tommy and then explained there by uh clint that maybe our listeners 
coaches that are out there are using something, but maybe there are flaws and yes. they need to audit. And yep. and if there is, like you said, you'd you'd have your ear to the ground far more than what Tommy and myself would. But sounds like there are quite a few systems that yeah. are capable now. And do you find that that some, like you said, maybe more suited for certain business structures? And, and yeah, or they all pretty much do the same. No, look, they're very different, and especially with the range of businesses that I see. Like talking, you know, a CrossFit gym. That might want to use Waterfy or, or those kind of systems right through to to a a PT that wants to use timely mind body whatever the case may be mm. they are polar opposite polar mm. okay and if let's say for example I am a PT uh, sorry a a CrossFit gym mm. but I also have two ART practitioners yep. a, a massage therapist and a mm. chiro that works out of there well all of a sudden you can't make those bookings on that system so what system do you add to it but hang on a sec that works really well with this da 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 da, da. then what system works with that and actually f- plugs into mm. the individual system that they might be using to run all of their payments all of their online programming all of their in-house programming yeah, etc right. so yeah. it just comes down to your needs and the requirements of each individual business Okay, this okay. is this is this is pretty good. We're, we're getting some nice clarity here. So um, audit, great. I suppose we could then say, well, what are the actual needs? You know, have to have a good think about. So does that come down to knowing? I mean, is that relevant? Finding your sort of niche market. Do you st- is that a question you're still yeah is look, still relevant to work out what the demographic is? And, there, there's and definitely what their two parts. Structure is yeah, definitely two parts. So the first one is is almost like a goal session. Okay, so. Where do you want this to go? How many sessions a week do you want? How many face-to-face? How many online? Work out what your business business wants to be, okay? Then the second part of that definitely comes back into how do you want this to be run, okay? Because I think ideally the, the system that is chosen must marry up with your own personal beliefs and integrity. Yeah. Tommy, totally happy to have one system you know, locked in all the bells and whistles, everything there, uses every tab, etc., etc. Someone like myself, totally the opposite. I still use iCal. Now that that isn't because it's a brilliant system. It's actually partly because it fits my needs. Okay, it's simple. I do all of my debits through a, a very simple system, which is here is my bank account, and away we go. <laughs> So I still use the simplest of simple, and there's nothing wrong with that, okay? I don't, you don't have to go to those kind of things if you don't want to, okay? There's no essential tool that says this is a must, mm. okay? And look, you know, I, I, I'm in a situation and probably unique, I understand that, that I've had the opportunity to look and play with so many of these different systems over the year to come yeah. up with what works for me. Very interesting. So, yeah, really uh, old school here. The bank account details. Yeah. Mate. So you'd save yourself a few processing fees taking that approach. Absolutely, but I also sell big packages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was going to be my next question. Cool. Actually, we spoke about the packages. Yep. When you're working with a PT, and this gets what you were saying, Rodan, about the the goal of the business. How are you helping uh, a personal trainer develop 
his product or his sure. or her product, I should say, 12 week up front? Yep. Is it take what you can get one on one here and there? Like, what, what do you recommend in that okay. realm? So I'm, I'm going to have to throw a blanket over this one for a second and, yep. then, I'll, and then I'll sort of filter it off. It's, yeah. it's, a, it's a raging inferno. Just raging them, inferno. Just <laughs> yes. simmer it down a little bit. Yep. Yeah. So Fire blanket. So there is no right. If you look at, uh, let's let's say, a, a transformation-style package that yep. may or may not be sold by, you know, certain uh, city dwellers that, that want some quick, you know, 12-week mm. transformation, 1,200 calories, break your neck cardio and 300 weight sessions over three months. Mm-hmm. Or you're getting someone in once a week forever, okay? Yep. I've still got two clients that, that I have had for over 20 years. Yeah. Okay. Now, for me, when you look at Couldn't think of anything worse, just quietly. My God, seeing the same people for 20 years. It's bad enough with the missus for a couple of months, you know? Ooh. (laughs) She doesn't listen. That's fine. Oh, that's good. Um, Because the... Cam liked that one. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) The very simple fact there is that, again, it's a needs analysis, Mm. okay? If I get someone, look, look, let's just say, uh, let's just say someone comes to me and says they've got a, a, their wedding in sixteen weeks time. Mm. Well, then guess what? It's a sixteen week package. package. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's just a it's, it comes down to what is needed. Yes. Okay, and when I sit down with individual PTs, I really break down firstly what they need for income. Okay, you got yeah. to remember this too, right? right? Like this is this is the nuts and bolts. This is the truth of this industry. Okay, how many times have you heard a PT go, fuck, I just, I, I just got upfront payment of three grand and they go out and buy three new pairs of shoes? Mm-hmm. Okay, or the opposite, I've just got, you know, I've got no cash for, for food this week. So they've got to fake it till they make it. And if I ever hear a PT say that, I will be He looked at me them. when, when uh, you know, because <laughs> yeah. I told him I couldn't. <laughs> it's okay now. Okay, but, but Fasted Rodan, for I was, a week. I was, also, yeah. I was also looking at you in the sense that uh, if you went out and bought three pairs of shoes, that's what, $19 each or something like that? So <laughs> Actually, the, <laughs> yeah. the slip-on Ravens are uh, $30 each. Wow. Oh, they've really bumped those. But they only last two weeks. Ah, yeah. so do the math. They They're actually go. more expensive than your bloody nights. Yeah. They are, they are. <laughs> yeah, so... <laughs> But look, I, I guess you know where that comes back to is is looking at each business in its entirety as itself, and you can't just make this up. Okay, it, it's an interesting. We we actually have had this very discussion. Yes. So what I do, Tom, is um, you know how everyone uh, has to pay Clint for this sort of information. I, I sort of uh, just <laughs> schmooze him with a coffee or two. And so, so, so Clint, if if I was going to do this, what would you reckon? And he tells me what to do. But yeah. we had that conversation, and um, I think you like upfront payments. You like quite yep. big lump sum. Yep. Which is, uh, but I'm like, nah, I've done, I've done that. Yep. And I just found that. Yeah, once that money, had, and it's like, oh, there's nothing coming in. I got to keep training that client. It's just, it just feels weird. Yeah. And, and so I like that. No, I've done this amount of work for you this week. You pay me for this week. Yes. There we go. Mm. If we, if you're around next week, you pay me then. You're around the week yep. after, you pay me then. Yep. So it's, I'll do the work. You pay me. Yep. Um, for me, that just sits a lot yeah. better. Like and I just, it. I just don't like having money from people that yep. I haven't given them what they yep. want yet. Correct. Because a lot of us, they go, can we do a, a, a discount up front? No. Yeah, so again, that just comes down to personality typing, mm. okay? And it's... it's Hamburgers. For, yeah, exactly. Mm. Making sure you understand that you need to be in a situation that firstly, you're comfortable with saying, and this will, we'll talk about this later on with the sales stuff, because that is a sales thing. Mm. Am I comfortable to say, 
here's my price for 20 sessions, 50 sessions, or 100 sessions, mm -hmm. which is what I do. Mm. Or am I only comfortable with saying, here's my weekly rate. One session. But that doesn't, that doesn't mean it's wrong, mate. This is the other part of this, and this yes. is where this industry shits me to tears, right? Mm. There is nothing wrong with being paid the day of the session. There's nothing yeah, wrong with that. Yeah. It just needs to work for you, yeah. okay? And if that works for you and if that if the, the debit weekly or the debit fortnightly or the debit monthly or the invoice weekly, monthly, yearly, I don't care what it is, mm. okay? It just needs to be right and you need to be able to keep up with that system. Yeah. Because yes. the second you start missing payments, exactly. that's when your business fails. Yeah, and, exactly. and I suppose there's we could talk about this a lot more. There's pros and cons of each, up front, weekly, et cetera, et cetera. I have every combination of those things. I yes. have some that pay session by session. Yep. I have some that pay up front. I have some that pay upfront cash. Yep. No, but no, that, the great uh, thing is, is that because the system is centralized, once yes. I've created the package for each individual, it's fine. The system it just, just bumbles away. Just bumbles away. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Bumble. Yeah. And I think you know that's a that's a really good point to make. That works for you, mm. okay. And I think the other point that was good that sorry that before I forget it is that because what I was asking with the packages is is there something that's easier to sell or better to sell? Is a twelve week package better to sell than sure. one on one training? Sure. And you made the point. What are you as an individual comfortable Correct. asking for? Yeah. So let's let's jump straight onto the sales stuff here. Okay? Yeah. Because this is a massive massive clincher, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So first things first, if you haven't read the one minute salesman. Okay, you're, you're wasting your own PT career. Okay, the one minute one salesman, minute salesman and, okay. and this comes back to the you know the Jordan Belfort, the uh, you know the Wolf of Wall Street kind of so methodology, and so on and so forth. Even even more so than that uh, anal analyzing blood work book that we recommended last week for the listener that they really need to know to be a PT. Potentially, uh, <laughs> scrap that one, boys. Okay. We're, we're under this one. We're onto a new one. Okay. Um, now the the reason that I say that is because that that one minute salesman, firstly categorizes you in what type of sales you're going to be able to do okay by the way every pt must sell okay mm. doesn't matter how good looking you are Mic it doesn't drop. matter yeah <laughs> boom <laughs> it doesn't matter how good looking you are how good your rig is whatever it happens but you're going to have to sell at some point in time so we have to find the method that is going to make you the most comfortable yeah okay mm. very if, good if you like i sit down to me it's like an interview okay first meeting is a coffee because I need to work out whether I want to spend that time with that person. Yeah, absolutely. My time is valuable. Yeah. Okay. My time is important to me, and I care about the person across from me. Mm. I need to know that I've got enough of a connection with that person so that when I do go to sell, firstly, I'm ready for it, and they're ready for it, and they're already begging to buy before that occurs because yeah. I don't like that process. And, and yeah, I yeah. see you at the Bean House, hey yeah, you Nick, bet. and the boys there, you're often in there with coffees with people that I hadn't yes. seen before. Yep. And then lo and behold, then they're in for a session uh, a little bit later. So yeah. it, uh, I can uh, confirm yeah. that it is the, the process. You're not just yep. uh, talking out loud. I don't take my laptop. I sit down. I have no notes. I have nothing. That first coffee is about what are you made of? Okay, mm. Do I want to spend time with this person? Is this someone that I can handle introducing to my busy schedule? Mm -hmm. And am I going to be comfortable with, with that person? Okay, Do I care whether their kids are you know, 25 and 18 or, or one and three? No, I don't. Okay, It comes down to that person. Mm. Okay, So it's, a, it's about that, that connection to start with. Now, the next stage of that for me is then going through and going, all right, well, here's an email with all my packages. Take your pick. Take your pick, okay? 
Now, I've gotten to a point that my sales process is so simple that it doesn't exist, okay? They get that email and they either send back a, a, a message going, holy shit, mm. I can't believe how expensive you are. Or they go, wow, yep, sure, I'll take 20, 50 or 100. Yep. It's an anti-sale. It's an anti-sale, exactly, <laughs> right? Now, it's a reverse. He's reversed. <laughs> I reverse, reverse psychology. He's uh, reverse sales. Yeah. yeah. So you got to do that when you've come out of a, a meeting. Correct. Reverse sale. Yeah. Correct. So it's it's for me. It's about I'm now comfortable that I want to work with that person. Here's my prices. Yeah. But it's uh, I think that's a, a an awesome point there because you are obviously putting a lot of worth in your own time and yes. and, and self worth. It's like yeah, I can get you your goal, but you also need to value yeah my time as as well. Yeah. Like you're just and not another PT that. Yeah, and they'll go on to the next one. Yeah, and look, I mean, you know, I, I talk about it in that first meeting, how long I've had clients for, what they've achieved, why they've achieved it, so on and so forth. So I give some little case study, and see how they react to that. Dangle the mm. carrots. Dangle the carrots. Exactly yeah. right. Now, if I'm sitting down with a brand new PT, and I go, "All right, so tell me about your sales process," and they go, "Oh, so I sell three PT sessions for $125, and then from there... You're the, mimicking the me now, aren't you? <laughs> I'm sure that was my voice he was doing. Uh, mate, 100%. Yeah. Um, and it's that it's that concept, and, and we'll use the Fitness First methodology of the old triple pack, right? Yeah. Like, so Fitness First decided that if they knew that someone paid something for it, they held it to value. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So therefore, start off, there's a value there for a service, Okay. Once someone has already purchased something, it is much easier to get them to purchase something else. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now we talked about that a little bit off air as well, boys. There's there's the concept of what is your program? Do you have an online program? Do you have a, a face-to-face program? Are you selling seminars? Are you selling courses? Are you selling Bali, e-books? Bali whatever? retreats with Bali shirts retreats off. with shirts off. You know. So it's very simple to to show what your product is if you understand your sales process. So. I guess with a new guy that, or girl, uh, the, the concept becomes where are you at on that sales pyramid? Are you just, do you just have one product and how are we going to sell that? And is that your core product and then you've got these other products off the top of it? So we need to determine where in that, in that pyramid that, that sale sits. So am I selling face-to-face? Am I selling via email? Am I selling over the phone? What am I selling? Now, Again, we talked about before referral versus you know, cold sales, so to speak. Yeah. Referral for me is a huge source of yeah, income. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Huge, Most? huge source. Oh, look, 90. 97%. Plus, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think three to four times in my career, I've had someone find me off social media. Um, but again, that's because of where I'm at, and social media didn't exist when I started. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So realistically it's about how those people find you and why they find you you know um so that's the referral side of things for me but the referral side of things for someone else is that we look at things like referral drives so for example if we uh, i i was down in the shire yesterday with a particular with a particular group and we're going to organize a referral drive for their gym so it's a crossfit style gym he's got about 120 members at the moment he wants to grow that to 150. So if out of 120 people, he can get 10 to 20 referrals, that's not a bad number, okay? 10%. 
and and tell me, was that one fifty? You guys had a chat. I need one fifty. We'd worked you, out the numbers. Work out? Yeah, cool. Yeah, mm. we went straight to the numbers. Worked yep. out what the difference was okay. of what he needed, so and we did the worked audit. it out. Yep. Did the audit. Worked did the audit. Out. Cool. Worked out the numbers. Yep. Went through it. Okay. Yep. So then we looked at what the options were around the referral. Now, I'll, I'll let you in a little nugget here. This is a, a very simple system. Okay. So, if I have a a product that I sell in my gym or I have a product that I own. So let's say, for example, it's uh, Tommy's ebook on hypertrophy, which may or may not exist. Oh, it's, okay. nice. it's really snappy. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so Tommy, Tommy puts up for grabs for every person that refers someone to him, they get that ebook for free. Yep. That then means that they are being given something for doing something for you. Yes. That is an easy method to get people to refer. It's yep. that simple, mm. right? Now, when you're looking for two or three people, that's plenty, okay? When you're looking for 30-odd, we get up the ante. So mm. we turn around and we go, okay, so here's your bag of protein, here's your pair of sneakers, here's this. <laughs> so you refer this people, these people and you go into the draw to win X. Now, if there's a little price package that's worth 500 bucks and, you know, Rawdon, you were already going to refer X, Y, yeah. and Z to me... It's an well, incentive. It's an yeah. incentive, yeah, right? Absolutely. Yeah, I've been meaning to refer that person, but now there's Correct. something now there. Now there's I'll an incentive. Do it. I'll do yeah. it. That's right. Yeah. Because we all know someone who could benefit from that. Mm. Okay? And and look, let's face it. You know, Bob Jones, who's working down here at uh, Commonwealth Bank, sits sits in in an office with 20, pe- 20 people on his floor. Yeah. 10 of them are going to the gym. The other 10 aren't and wish they were. Okay? They, they Bob looks at that and goes, hmm, I yeah. might speak to Wendy in accounts who yeah. I know really has wanted to get a personal trainer but just hasn't got off her ass. Yeah. Boom, done. Mate, Beautiful. honestly, you keep it simple, people do it. So, yeah. Clint, that's just one of the, the many nuggets sure. you have yep. and uh, that's awesome. While we're talking about sales, uh, Tommy, I might just chime in. There, there sure. seems to be a, um, you know, some in the industry that do coach business and, yep. and uh, different coaches to yourself, but they'll pride themselves on uh, you know that sales process, and and really, you know, oh, you know, I had so and so, and they they said no five times, and I was yep. there for for three hours, and I got the sale, and I signed them up for two times a week for for eight weeks. It's it's like, dude, if you got to hustle for me anyway, yeah. I'm like, dude, if if you got to hustle someone for a couple of hours to get a, a sale, and they said no three times, that ain't the type of person that Correct. that I want. So, yep. what's your sort of full general? I know it's individual specific and case specific no. but like what are your thoughts with that that really aggressive style sales pitch and, and 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 really not letting them go until they by the looks of it it's reluctantly signed up just yep. because you didn't give them any other option yeah look and and firstly i'll start with uh, that the concept around sales must suit the individual okay yeah. but for me they're not even the people that are attracted to my type of coaching yeah okay so mm. so let's understand that it's different strokes for different folks. Yeah. But let's let's just forget that for for a second and we'll let's go to this aggressive type of sale. Mm. Now, I've had a red hot crack at doing that, right? Selling seminars to people that haven't wanted to go or or selling yeah, you know not, retreats not to people that, you know, you know, and I've sat on the phone and I've gone I've you know, answered all their objections and they're still saying no. Mm. You know, that's a that's an old school methodology. Now, yes, it works and sometimes 
it's what that person needs. Yeah. But again, let's go back to, to the Myers-Briggs. There is about a 5 to 12% category that fit in there. That's it. Okay? Everyone wants to be sold to. Yeah. Every single person wants to be sold to. Okay? Whether it's buying a new T-shirt or, or a new car. Okay? We want the sales process. We just want to feel that we're part of it and we want to feel like it's a feel-good thing. And who the fuck doesn't want a brand new car, right? Mm. Like, it, you know, it's nice, it's flashy, it's mm. blah, blah, blah. New car smell. Toxic. New car smell. Toxic, <laughs> <my> <laughs> <dude>. <laughs> Yeah. Now, that's actually, that's an interesting one because smell yeah. is an interesting thing when it comes to, uh, to selling. So, yeah. selling with a coffee, if somebody likes the smell of coffee, is always a good option. Yeah, interesting. Okay? Very good. A little, very simple, little simple nugget. nugget. Yeah. But look, it's that aggressive sales technique um, has certainly gone out the window. Um, it certainly still works with that top end of town, like that, uh, you know, sure. and, and, you know, the, the three of us sitting here probably know exactly which gym chain I would be discussing with the aggressive sales mentality around 12-week transformations. Okay. Um, but the, the concept is understanding why that's the case. Okay, there's yeah. nothing wrong with it. And if that person needs to be aggressively sold to, that's great. Right. But okay, they are so not the people that I attract. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, it's yeah, only yeah. a small percentage of all people. Correct. Five, five to twelve percent. Five so. to twelve percent. Yeah, right. So that is uh, yeah. so, so that example that I would have been. Uh, the rest of their sales might have been fine. It Correct. was probably just one or two that. that yep. Did. Yep. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now, cool, cool. if you're if if you're a chameleon, which is everyone knows what a chameleon is, but if you're a, a, a sales chameleon, you can go right through from. That aggressive technique, right through to the to the subtle soft selling approach, where the person actually ends up going, "Come on, I really want to work with you. Please, please take me mm. on." You know, yeah. I'm not. I understand each of those methods, yeah. and I've forced myself to learn that so that if I came across a certain person, I knew how to to interact with that. Mm. But the other part of it is, it's 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 the same reason that I don't like that technique as I do what I do. Because I want people to want to work with me. Yes. I want people that, to understand the value. Yeah, and it comes back to that point. What are you comfortable with? Like, I'm 100%. just not comfortable having that person yeah. to coach them. It's yeah. like, mm. I'm not going to you know, convince you to work with yep. me and then work with you. Like, it just, yeah, yep. no. If you, so, if you haven't done a good enough job of telling your story about what you can give that person. Mm. Exactly. Then, then you might have to go down that aggressive pathway yeah. if you need to make that sale. But mm. truthfully... Yeah, tell your story should better. be necessary yeah okay okay so in the 10 minutes that we have what about actually programming systems and stuff like sure. that so we've been through the internal systems that mm. manage the audit. business yep you've done your order we've got an approach Booking, to payments that yep. type yep. Of stuff we've developed an approach to a, a, a sales process which reflects the individual's yep. nature what, what they're comfortable, what they're comfortable with, yep. to sell what about managing one of the the hard things for personal trainers is is wanting to deliver a good product and have yep. individualized programs yep. for all of their clients getting those programs done on time in, in efficiently and Timely and manner. and programs that actually makes make sense sure how do you go about helping people with that because all right. There's layers. Oh, and, and, and there are a few products out there as well, yes. the Trainerize and, yep. and, yep. and these types of things. Yep. So what are your thoughts in well, general? Okay, so I, I'm going to be, uh, I'm going to put myself on the chopping block here because mm. it's, a, it's a really simple one for me. I had 20 odd years of programs flying around in my, in my laptop and in hard mm. drives all over the place that all came off a simple spreadsheet that I made in third year uni. So that was in the year 2000. 
Now, I used that up until probably about 2010, 2012, before I moved into whatever, what system I can't remember was the first one that I did. Okay, I now use Trainerize, which I've, I've totally changed to myself. I've got branded, I've got a whole bunch of different things, but that doesn't mean that that is the only system that I would suggest, mm. okay? So I mentioned Waterfly before. That's a fantastic system for people who are running online style programming, and it's a fantastic system for ch- interchangeable sessions weekly. So for example, a CrossFit style gym or a, uh, a someone who, that, who needs some serious variety in their training for whatever reason, okay? Let's just forget the topic around why that might be the case. Mm. But if you wanna change the program daily, and then the following week, change it daily again, and then the following week, something like Waterfire, Train Heroic, those kind of systems are really, really easy to manipulate to get that. If you're running a trainerized style system, it's like a four or six week block, it's it, yep. whatever you need to, to make that happen works really well with that, okay? Now, again, we're, we're just using the, the systems that suit the individual, okay? There's probably about, Eight to, eight to 12 out there that work really well. And it also depends what you want to record. So if I'm doing remote coaching for someone that I never see, I need them to be able to input the data. I yep. need to be able to track, I guess, the analytics of, is their bench press going up? Is their yep. squat going up, etc., yep. etc. And then I need to work out whether I think the percentage that it's increased over that six week block is the reason that I'm gonna make the change on the next six week block. Mm. And the one very simple thing that I have learnt over the years is you don't make changes for no reason Mm. right the number of times that someone sent me back a program after six weeks or you know we've had our check-in session after a six week of remote coaching and i go okay cool we're not changing any of the exercises they go what do you mean i said well numbers everything's still going up yeah Mm. you don't change it until it's ready yeah Mm. exactly right right now the tools the tools that we have available to us are, are, are many Okay. Okay, but you don't use the tool until you need to. Okay. So, yeah. So, uh, all right. So, basically, what you're saying there is there are tons of, well, not tons, about 10 to 12. 10 to 12. That are pretty competent, each with slightly different functionality. Yep. And would your general, um, like we're talking about, uh, making a PT business more efficient, yep. uh, coaching business more efficient. We want these guys to yep. have the process easier. And like Tommy alluded, it is a thorn in the side of many yes. a PT, myself included, and yeah, might be a little stuck in our way. Is finding one of those um, uh, systems yep. what you would recommend from the get-go? It's like, hey, programming, that is a, I understand it's a fair chunk. Or, or say, for example, the PT has identified yep. that as being a, oh, and I do these programs and, Every, you know, a couple of hours a day, it's just trying yeah. to be nuts. Like, would that be one of the, the very first things you, you, okay. you consider? Or someone new to the industry, would you, right. your advice be, hey, yes, you can write it on Excel doc, but there's just so many good and they're pretty well priced. Yep. You'd be foolish not to okay. use these, so, these systems. So I spoke at an annual conference um, for Fitness First in Asia. And one of that the, might have been the one I was yeah, about. maybe it was, yeah. And uh, one of the questions I was asked is, how would I change? Sorry, this was asked by a senior PT, might I add. How would I change the induction process for, for oh yeah, fitness first, fitness yeah, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? And I said the key one for me would definitely be that I would manipulate the way those systems were shown in that first stage. 
right? Now, I would make someone go through that full needs analysis that I've just explained to you. Now, that may be difficult because that PT may not actually know what their exactly. needs are when mm. they can't start. But wouldn't you prefer to have a decent starting point than a shit one? Absolutely. Okay. If I can Especially when you consider PTs, what, what's the lifespan of a six PT? Months. Six months. Six months. Mm. Okay. So if I can make you, if I can simplify your business from day one, I want to be in a position where I get to looking after systems better. Okay. So if I could change that, it would definitely be that at that point in time, I would do that needs analysis in that induction and show those PTs. This is the one I'd use for you. This is the one I'd use for you. Interesting. And and on the theme of what we've pretty much said for the whole last hour, there's no one program that's going to be great for everyone. Like you you really do have to work out what your business is, what you need. And then, and then. Yeah. Look, the three of us sitting in this room all have different billing mechanisms, different program cards, different ideas, different knowledge and a different understanding of what we're trying to achieve. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter how many PT sessions you're running, it matters what system works for you. Very, very good. Okay, so there's a lot to cover in our future sections. Mm. Clint, if people are interested, if like today we're talking about one-on-one PT coach development, if people want to get in contact with you, how do they do do that? Uh, so for first, the initial coffee yeah sure yes. yeah. Um, but be aware they're going to be sold something yeah you, okay. go, you are <laughs> not walking away don't go for the 100 package <laughs> that's going to send you broke yeah. maybe the 50 or 25 <laughs> <laughs> so um, clint at hillstrengthandperformance.com.au yeah um, or instagram which is clint underscore hillstrength yeah. okay mm-hmm. um, I, I uh, am, am now getting to a strange point in, in the social media world where people are actually recognising that yes. um, which is incredibly strange for me considering that uh, you know I, I made mention on another podcast the other day that uh, if I open a brand new PT's Instagram that sits down with me and uh, Paul Matthias who, uh, who Rorden and I know quite well um, if the first nine photos are of you with your shirt off there's a real good chance that I'm going to delete you. <laughs> okay, but yeah. um, so so back off that. Um, but yeah, look, I, I'm Instagram. definitely Instagram, um, Facebook, which is just Hill Strength and Performance. Um, well, they could even come into the Lift Performance Center. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah. Or into Bean House next door. Yes, you're probably, you're probably more likely to find me sitting with Rorden having yeah. a uh, a long black and a short black for the for the yeah. pair of us. So yeah. Beautiful. Awesome, Matt. I really and, enjoyed that. Thank and you. And uh, we're going to have him back for round two. And what are we going to cover uh, round two, Tommy? Sales and marketing uh-huh. in, in more detail in round two. And then round three will be scaling. Okay. Yeah, and we'll probably have some loose ends to uh, tie up from yeah, this one today. So yeah, absolutely. Like dot yeah. I's and cross and, T's. And, and, and any questions as well. Like I think the other thing, thing here is that if someone's got a question for you guys or via me mm. or for me via you, yes. I should say, more than happy to answer those because yeah. I think it's it's really important to acknowledge that I am an individualized coach. I mm. individualize the system to people. So if somebody out there does have an interesting question, please fire away and we'll, mm. uh, we'll, we'll endeavor to try and answer it. Mm. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks, Clint. See you soon. Cheers. Uh, well, there it was. It. Clint Hill for part one. Really enjoyable, Rawdon. Mm. Um, I dare say he's getting a bit loose there. Is he a little bit yeah, loose yeah, around the edges? He was a little bit loose around the edges. Mm. Yeah, he was doing exactly what he spoke about. You got to, you got to be comfortable. Like he, he, he changed the way he was dealing with us. Yes, he's very yes. clever. Yes, I think yes. He, Myers Briggs. 
Mm. Myers-Briggs. Mm. You know, I think a very valid point there, Rawdon, was that apart from taking all of the business infrastructure into consideration yep. and understanding your clients' needs, your mm. demographic and your market, having an understanding for your own personal needs. I mean, we enter the fitness industry because it's a lifestyle choice. Mm. You know, we love training. It's part mm. of our day. Well, in, not well, all of yeah, us love training. No. Um, but in the midst of all of that, it can be very easy to get lost in a swamp of uh, mm. PT sessions mm. and, and lack of sleep and uh, not a, a clear path forward as to what a happy future could be. So yeah, that was I a think, valid point. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, and what do you say the did he mention the average lifespan of someone in the industry? I think he, he might have rattled that off. Yes. I think it was less than 12 months or yes. something. Yeah, so for myself, I, I, I was at Fitness First and um, I, my attitude was to uh, just exhaust uh, the, initial, the, <laughs> the initial duration in the club. So I was there morning till close. Fortunately, I live nearby, um, Fitness First Hornsby. Steve Bordeaux is still up there. Hey, Steve. Um, but but I was basically my 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 logic was I'll just be in there as much as possible. I'll talk to as many people as I can. I had a little book. I had everyone's names. Tom Cricket. Hey Tommy, did you play cricket on the weekend? Yeah. Hey, did you do that little jump at the nets again? Yeah, cool. Mm-hmm. No worries. Don't forget to let me know if you. And I had this little book that I'd carry around. When they came into the gym, I would open it up, and it's like a uh, big guy, curly hair, Mike. Hey Mike, how you going? I'd just yell out across the gym, and he'd be like, "Oh, how you doing, dude?" And that, and that sort of layering, I guess, is the, I think it was the method that uh, when I went to uh, HQ, where they break you in over at Fitness First there before you actually start in the in the club. You know, you have different they teach you basic uh, sales techniques, and and I think with my uh, manager then Darren Lamb uh, they would sit down once a week and talk to you about you know, how to build the business so there is some infrastructure in there and um, that layering technique is what I pretty much used I, I wasn't aggressive but I would aggressively talk to people but I wouldn't necessarily wouldn't sell, sell. Yeah. yeah yeah it would just sort of layer it and that's yeah. how I, I built my business and I went to the you know uh, did the hard yards for the first sort of seven or eight months I was in the club open to close ducked off for lunch throughout the day type thing but but I've been there till late at night I had mm. sessions through to but then after that I started okay now you know the business is up and running and and I could start whittling down some of the sessions that are a little so I could get some of that like you said that structure and mm-hmm. that, that that lifestyle back that was uh, a little more enjoyable but um yeah, you've, yeah, got, you've so kind of got to you've got to do your time. I yeah, think. You've, you've got to have the you have to be through the experience of being just ass blocked both ends. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. ass blocked. Put ass that down blocked, the back put of the t-shirt. Down PT. <laughs> but um, but yeah, and it was uh, it was I, I think that's uh, good stuff from Clint and uh, uh, lessons to be learned mm. for all of us. So part two will be coming up very very shortly when nope. we look at sales and marketing techniques, uh-huh. social media versus uh, traditional referral methods. And for you, to Tommy, it. if anyone's interested, TomHewitt.com.au. For me, the Yuan Method, Instagram, uh, Facey, mm-hmm. and uh, don't go to the website. There's nothing there. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah.